Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode. Now, today at 5 in the morning, after everyone had already received the news that Kevin Durant had been traded, I was asleep, and I woke up to my dad shining his phone in my face of the news article that Kevin Durant had been traded to the Phoenix Suns. Now, this is... As of not counting last summer, because last summer is when the whole Kevin Durant thing started, but that kind of died off as the season progressed, and after Kyrie got signed, there was a report, or got after Kyrie got traded, there was a report that if Kevin Durant becomes available, the Suns would be all in. And, I mean, I gotta tell you, I had a feeling that it was going to happen. And I know a lot of people doubted me or doubted the fact that Kevin Durant would eventually be a Phoenix Sun. Uh, but I didn't. I never gave up hope. And, man, I'm, I was excited. I, was exci- I am excited. I'm, I can't wait to see Kevin Durant in a Suns uniform. That's just going to, it's going to look great. Uh, now, in regards to the actual trade and the and the picks and all that and the players we gave up, we gave up Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, and four picks. I think four first-round picks. Um, now, usually, in most circumstances, I would look at that trade and it's like, Man, okay, you're giving up Mikel Bridges, who is a really big, big player for the Suns. Um, I mean, he's not a, a a franchise player or some you know household name in the league, but in regards to the Suns and what he does to the team, he's a really big player for us, or was. You know, he almost won Defensive Player of the Year. I think he was robbed. Um, he's a great defender, and he loves our fans, and our fans love him. So that's you know it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna miss Mikel, that's that's gonna suck. Cam Johnson also the same thing. I know he you know he he was explosive off the bench. Um, after Crowder didn't want to play, he he was a starter. Cam Johnson's a really exciting young kid. I like him. He's, I mean, also the fans love him. He loves the fans. He's a really he, I think he loved both of them. They both love this organization, and and I respect them for that. And I think they'll still forever be sons. Once a son, always a son in those guys' cases. Um, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, I do not lose any sleep over. I, don't, I honestly don't care that Jay Crowder got traded. And I'm not being harsh. It, it's, it's kind of this... It's, it's just business, after all. But, you know, Crowder... I mean, I don't have anything negative to say about him, but I didn't like his performance in the playoffs. I didn't like his performance in the finals. I really didn't like his performance throughout the years he was with us, which was two years, I think. He's just, you know, he's just a, your above average starter. Um, we've been looking to, to move on from him. He's older. He's, you know, he's not performing 
up to his what his contract is. And I, I just think, you know, I, again, I don't have anything. It's not like I'm hating on him. But at the end of the day, it's really a, a nothing loss. I mean, he, um, yeah, it's just I don't think we lose anything by giving up Crowder. And we were going to give him up anyway, even if we didn't get Kevin Durant, we were still going to trade trade him because we were looking to anyway the four picks i know i know i know a lot of people are are dogging the suns for that it's you know it's the future it's our future you know we gave up our whole future no our future is the suns right now our future is now we're not worried about the future our future is what we have on this team right now our future is winning the chip this year. And I, I, I think, you know, it's not a Kevin Durant's not a guarantee that we're gonna win it all, but it certainly makes things a whole lot better. And oh and I forgot to add, a lot of people are overlooking this. And you know, so am I because I I'm so overwhelmed with the fact that we got Kevin Durant, you know, one of the biggest names in our league. But we also got TJ Warren. And it's I wasn't expecting that. I just, you know, you didn't. It didn't come out that the Suns have traded for Kevin Durant and T.J. Warren. It's just, you know, all the all the focus is on Kevin Durant, and it, and it it should be. But I'm surprised James Jones got T.J. Warren in there. That's a really big. That softens the blow of giving up all these people and all these picks. It it really does because now that you, if you really look at it. If you look at our finals team and the and the team last year, we practically had the same roster. And if you look at these at, at our forwards for those past two years, Bridges, Crowder, they were good, Bridges especially. But obviously, it wasn't our team wasn't good enough. And I'm not I'm not putting the blame on them. It's not their fault. Um, it's not really anyone's fault. I think we just collapsed as a team. But that roster wasn't good enough. We weren't good enough to beat Giannis, and we weren't good enough to beat Luca and the Mavs. But now, now that you now that you look at it, we just swapped Bridges. Essentially, we just swapped Bridges for Durant and Crowder for Turner. Or not? I keep saying Miles Turner, um, T.J. Warren. That's a really big difference. That. In my opinion, I feel like that will put us over the hump. That is the difference that, or what we were lacking in the finals and when we lost the Mavericks in the playoffs. And, you know, it just, again, it's not a guarantee that we're going to win it all or anything. But this, this puts us definitely as contenders. And then we were contenders before. And if you look at our roster now, I mean, look at it. Look at our starting five. Chris Paul. Yes, I know Chris Paul is aging. I know he's a choker. CP zero rings. Yes, I know I know all the slander. And to some degree, I promote that slander because I, I do think he has a tendency, more than a tendency, to choke in the playoffs. And he's had plenty of opportunity to get a ring. But now, 
because he he does choke, he's now called CP0 because he has zero rings. Uh, but besides that, besides the fact of what he's done in the past, Chris Paul is still a great point guard. Uh, he's, I mean, look, I you know I watch all these games, all these regular season games. He's he's lighting up the court every night. He he makes our offense flow. That's that's what makes our offense flow is Chris Paul because that's what a point guard does and he really defines the role of a point guard. He's not a selfish point guard who takes it up and you know drills it from way downtown. He does what a point guard does. He's he's putting up a crazy number of assists every night. He's 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 making sure our offense works when he's on the floor. Booker I don't even have to say much. We all know Booker. We all know he is our franchise guy. One of the most elite players in this league. Now, Kevin Durant. He's now paired up with Kevin Durant. And and now we've got two people that are easily going to be averaging 30 points. Uh TJ Warren. Obviously, I mean, he's I you know people I feel like this the fact that we got TJ Warren is really being underestimated because TJ Warren is a starter. This is not some scrub that they just threw in for the trade in the trade for like cap purposes or anything. TJ Warren is a good solid player. He's more than a solid player. He is a good good player and now he's a starter for us. He's a he's an automatic starter on almost every team. And people are overlooking that fact. So now we got him and Aiton, you know, even though sometimes I'm a, I'm a little hard on Aiton, which I think it's I think it's best to be hard on him rather than applaud him every time he does well, because if you just applaud him every time he does well, he's not going to progress, and I don't think Aiton has. He I don't I think Aiton has so much potential to be easily top five center in this league, but he's he's not. At his full potential because of DeAndre Ayton, because of himself. He is he's holding himself back and, and and most of it because I think he's lazy. I watch these games and I I watch him closely. He he just when the ball goes up, he doesn't really get aggressive on the boards. He gets he gets boards, obviously due to his size. But I mean it's not like he's stationed out on the perimeter every play but when i mean i mean let me let me let me clarify he does get a lot of boards he just had 19 the other night and 31 points he could have gotten more if you look back at that game yes he got 19 points or uh, excuse me 19 boards look at how many times he watches the ball go up and 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 go into another defender's hands when he could have gotten more aggressive and gotten himself. How many times has he let a point guard drive straight through him with little to no contact or little to no coverage? It, it's, it, it happens a lot. If you, were, if you were to look at all his games, it happens a lot. And I think he is, to some degree, a really lazy player. I don't know if that's because he's unhappy with the organization 
Uh, I know I I know I mean there's no current tension between the two, Aiton and Monty Williams, but I still think there is that they really don't care for each other. Um I mean after what happened in game 7 with the Mavericks and the fact that Aiton was this close to being traded, really close to being traded in the offseason, that that's that does still affect this team and their relationship. But I don't think I really don't think that's that's the case on why Aiton doesn't put up the his maximum effort. But besides that, besides on what he could do more, let's focus on what he does do, and that is he he's easily a, a walking double double. I mean, even when he's extremely lazy, he's a double double every night. Twenty plus points, or maybe not twenty plus points, easily ten plus points, and easily ten plus rebounds. And sometimes he gets twenty points and twenty rebounds. He just dropped thirty the other night. So now, if you, and I keep saying this to a lot of people who don't understand. When we lost in the finals, the next year we came out with the same roster. We lost to the Mavericks, and we had the best record in the league that year. It was still the same roster. We come out this season with essentially the same rosters, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count some of the the those minor additions like Damian Lee. I'm not I'm not discounting them, but that does that's not gonna make much difference. Um, if we, if you look at those teams and if you look at the Bucks and the Mavericks and our, and our series with them, you put Kevin Durant on that team and Miles, uh, excuse me, not Miles Turner, TJ Warren, I would, I would bet everything that we would win. We'd go back to back if we had Katie and TJ Warren on that team. It was, it would, I mean, easily. We, and we didn't get slaughtered. I mean, we took it to game seven with the Mavericks. I'm not going to talk about what happened in game seven. That's kind of like a nightmare. Um, and we lost in six against the Bucks. But we were up 2-0 at one point. There was just something lacking. And I think we finally found what was lacking now we've got another another superstar with Booker and you know a lot of people will, will will tell you this after Booker went down this past month look at what happened to our offense it's complete it was completely dismantled no one could carry the load that Booker did and now we've got someone who can and can do it I wouldn't say better. Um, that's not the right term, but someone who could do it better than others. I mean, Landry Shamit is not going to carry Booker's load. Campaign's not going to carry Booker's load. Cam Johnson would not have carried Booker's load, but Kevin Durant can, and he can do it pretty damn well. So, all in all, I was. I've been excited all day.
and this is, I mean, it's, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound too, you know, I don't want to meet right Kevin Durant, but I am, I am, uh, unfortunately, I am, Kevin Durant, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm so happy, because I, it was all week I've been, like, it's like, we got to do something at the trade deadline, and in James Jones, our general manager, doesn't really have the the track record of making big moves, especially at the deadline. I think what what really progressed this was our new owner, Matt. I I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Ishaba or something like that. That I think that's really what what made this trade happen is his zeal to make a, a splash in his first his first essentially couple days. This was his first impression of him as our new owner. And I think it's a very good it's a it's a very good first impression. Especially uh, uh, just me. Just me. I'm I'm impressed. You know, I anyone will tell you anyone close to me, anyone who knows me will tell you that I am a big fan of the fact that this trade went through. I I I mean, we've been we've been I've been hoping for this since last summer. I remember getting the notification that Kevin Durant requested a trade and had the Suns and the Heat as his preferred destinations. I went I was in a store and I I went crazy. That was man, I was so happy. And now Fast forward a couple months, it finally happened. Uh, it's man, I can't I can't put it in words how happy I am. And this is not this is not a guarantee for the Suns. It's not a guarantee that we're gonna win. But like I said before, this does boost our chances. But now we gotta make something happen, especially now that we have Kevin Durant. We can't we can't afford to choke because we're just gonna be. We're going to be the laughing stock of the league. But we'll see. Come summer, we'll see. And uh right now, you know, just I'm I'm celebrating and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this day. So thank you and have a good rest of your day.